Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. Tom Ackerman with you on this Sunday morning. And we do have the Chiefs this afternoon at 325 taking on the Steelers. Big news out of that game. Travis Kelsey will not play. He did not clear COVID protocol. He is out. Tyreek Hill, however, is expected to play. He did clear as the Chiefs have another big game at home at Arrowhead Stadium against the Pittsburgh Steelers right here on KMOX. Some giants of the game on Sports on a Sunday Morning have been on this show this year. Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Wayne Gretzky are still to come as we relive some of our best interviews of 2021. But our hearts were also heavy in 2021 as we lost one of the giants of the St. Louis area and of the hockey world. Bob Plager passed away, and we think about him every time we see that blue note. And his one of his very close friends uh, came on the air, was very gracious to do so, and we visited with him on Sports on a Sunday morning, and we play that now. Kelly, I was just watching once again the tribute that the Blues put out that you voiced where they uh, said that Bobby always said the logo on the front of the sweater meant more than the name on the back. But to the St. Louis Blues logo, no name on the back of the sweater meant more. And uh, first of all, good morning, and thank you for joining us on Sports on a Sunday Morning. Uh, I appreciate you having me. It's great to have you. I, I, um, I can't imagine... Uh, what's going through uh, your mind and what this experience has uh, been like here over the last several days for everyone in the Blues organization. And certainly just to, this video itself to, to voice this must have been an emotional experience for you. Yeah. Um, I believe Dan O'Neill Sr. Uh, helped uh, Dan Jr. with that piece. And uh, Trevor Nickerson having to piece everything together because I probably stopped about 45 times um it just was it was tough i mean look at bobby was an important figure uh in the city he was very important to me and my family he was you know he he it's funny how it evolved because he treated twister and i like we were his children when we were getting here and then 
in the last few years, I felt like he was mine. I had to have some laughs with him and every once in a while, you know, but he, he was such a, he was such an important person in, in, in my life. I mean, look, him and Patty Janelle, most of what I have in, in my, in my life, I owe to hockey and they're the reason why I'm, I played here in St. Louis. You know, I looked over so many fans who felt such a connection with him. Even if you met him for the first time, one time, 30 to 60 seconds, asked to take a picture with him. The amazing thing was he always made you feel like you were so important. And if you look at all these pictures people are posting on social media, he looks like he's known that person his entire life. You know, that's just who he was. He was the best. I mean, you know, we've been very fortunate to have iconic personalities in the city um you know with the mr buck and stan um you know guys like that that are you know mike shannon um we've been very very lucky charlie spoonauer just think of the personalities that this the city has attracted and 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 there was a reason why they stay right and uh he was just that magnetic personality it's funny the people that are reaching out to me um mostly uh reaching out based on the fact that they had met bobby with me so i've got a lot of canadian friends who are saying hey you know you know i'm sorry to hear about bobby but gosh you know he he did this this and this when he was up in our hometown i remember him telling this story and i'm like i really don't even remember you guys you know seeing him but he was everywhere he left that incredible and, impression you know yeah he just he just had this ability to uh you know have a conversation with everyone and yet make them all feel like you know that's that's just, they were special and that, that was the way he was i mean it, <clears throat> he had an infectious way about him too that would help people you know chuckle he couldn't help but laugh you know it could be the, the most serious of times and he'd have he'd figure out a way to and he'd go, what? Too soon? You know, like, and you, and you know, you couldn't, you couldn't help but laugh. You know, I've, I've just seen some things with him that were that are amazing. And he, and he did, and he would do things to poke at you a little bit. Like, you know, he, he had a way. He knows I come from a tough town, and there's, you know, transient kind of uh, workers in the railroad or in the in the. Uh, uh, logging business you know and he's always heard about how tough our town was and you know wendell clark and barry melrose and joey kosher and he's heard about all these guys and he comes back to my hometown with me and <clears throat> bobby wasn't drinking and he said i'm gonna have a cup of beer tonight and i said what and he goes i'm gonna have a cup of beer tonight i said no you're not and he said no i am uh, i'm don't worry about me i'm fine and i said i'm thinking to myself it's not a good idea. Like, you know, like he had stopped and I don't want to be the one responsible for him getting back on, you know, and not, not that he, you know, he, he actually, you know, he would have a beer once in a while. Everyone was fine. And we had known at the time that he was, you know, he could, he could just click that on and off. He said, Nope, this is the place where I like to have a couple of beer up in Saskatchewan. I said, you're never here. He said, well, just think how little I'm going to drink. So he's kind of laughing to himself when we get in the bar and it's full of, you know, Friday night full of guys that have been working all week and they're having steaks and the steak fit in the bar. He orders himself a Budweiser and has it. And I'm just sitting there and knocks one down and 
a little bit later, has another one. And then he turns around. And he said, hey, I just want everyone to listen up. Everyone kind of looks at him in this little town. He said, I just want everyone to know that I'm the toughest son of a in this place. And I'm going to be sitting here all night if anybody wants to have anything to say about it. <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, oh, my God, like, what are you doing? And and he looks, and then he just starts laughing, and he goes, it make you nervous? And my buddies that were in there thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. They're like, who's your friend? You know, and I said, well, it's my coach. You know, I got – but he just wanted me to be uncomfortable. It was just like he was going to make me laugh, and, you know, and then, and then he comes back, and he goes, ah, guys from Kirkland Lake are way tougher. You should have seen what I did in that bar back home. You know, he <laughs> – he just wanted to brag about the about you know challenging the whole city or whole town, and he no one did anything, and it was just hilarious. Like he, you know, you think about it now, you think he was just trying to get to me, and 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 it worked, but it was funny. You know, one of the many things that the two of you have in common is your love for youth hockey in this area, and he was so proud, especially of the year that five first round picks were drafted in the NHL draft coming out of St. Louis. And that's something I know that from the beginning, and you have a great history here in St. Louis because of Bobby, because when the, when the hockey team came to town, he got right after it, didn't he? And, and taught the game to people. Yeah. There's always these pictures of the hockey school that the blues used to have with him and Noel uh, out on the ice. I think it was at Afton. Um, and um, just his ability to to embrace the community and what they were doing. You know, I, I mean, it, it's tough sometimes to get guys. Uh, I'm not crapping on the younger generation, but it, it really is tough to get some guys to do some community uh, involvement sometimes, especially, you know, they're like, well, you know, their players association or the team has a policy on how many events they can do or they have to subjected to during the winter and everything. And, that wasn't even in Bobby's, you know, his, in his book. It was like, you know, we're going to stay in this community. We're going to live here. We're going to we're going to make it better. And the only way to make it better is to get involved, not talk about it, just get involved in the community. And that's what he did. I mean, he looked at it like it was uh, a part of a responsibility. And because of that, um, you know, youth hockey grew. Because of that, there was more people at the games. Because of that, you know, the admiration for the team and the, and the jersey, um, was built and he, and he took pride in that. I mean, look at, uh, you know, so what he did and what he did in our, in our community, um, is, is, is unbelievable. It's special. Right. But, but it, it would be, it, it would be kind of a, a knock to say that he only impacted the hockey community because he did it for everybody. There's no question. That's very well said. I, I guess the final thing, Chaser, and I could talk to you for forever about Bobby, but, you know, how do we, and I'm going to say we because it's going to take all of us, keep moving forward the way Bobby would want us to in, in the area of hockey and also St. Louis because you just touched on it. Boy, did he love St. Louis and wanted to make sure that he let everyone know that St. Louis is a great town. How do we carry on in uh, in Bobby Plager fashion the way he would want us to to lead this charge moving forward. Well, it's funny because people, I've got some very nice gestures of people saying, you know, this is your responsibility now to continue the tradition of what Bobby left off. You know, you're perfect for that. And I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Like, this is this is going to take an army of people mm-hmm. to do what he did. 
Like, like seriously, like Kelly Chase does not replace, you know, get into the shoes where I walk down the same hallways as him and have the same impact on people. That's a lifetime of respect that was earned. It's going to take an army of us guys and alumni to just think about what's the right thing when we're doing it and what would, you know, and how could we make people feel better in the community? And anyway, I mean, we were talking with uh, Melissa and his daughter and, and son-in-law the other, the other night, and we were, and we brought up, you know, people wanting to send flowers and said, well, you know, what, what, sh- what should we do? I said, well, you think, and we're going to talk about it today. I said, well, you think about it. I go, but, we start naming off all of the things. Well, he would want this. Well, he would want that. Well, he would want, you know, he, he thought a lot of youth hockey. He thought a lot of this. And by the time we were done, we're like, we're going a mile wide and like an inch deep instead of like, let's just focus on what it is. And, and Dave made a great point. He said, you know, he, he really loved the community so much that maybe we should be just looking into that community assistance fund that you guys just finished talking to him about and how he could help with that. Because that's, helping the entire community. And I just said it, Bobby was not about just hockey. The depth of the guy in this town had much more to do than just the blues. And, and so, you know, so we said, okay, well, we'll see if people ask, we're just going to tell them to, you know, if you want to make a contribution on his behalf, go to the alumni site and put, put, you know, make a donation of community assistance fund in lieu of flowers or whatever. But I mean, because that's the kind of stuff he did. It didn't, it wasn't just about hockey. It was about, you know, about everyone. It was about the, the city. I mean, winning the cup alone was fantastic, right? It was fantastic. And everyone said, oh, he got his cup. He got his parade. And he did. And that's, that, that, that was so, so great. But also remember, the fact that his jersey was retired was an opportunity for, for the city to say thank you to him. Mike Caruso made an unreal point. He said, are you not glad we had, you know, cause there's, you know, there's talk. They talked about it. Obviously, you know, is this the timing of retiring his Jersey? Mike Caruso said, are you not glad we did that? Uh-huh. Like what's the sense of waiting till the guy passes away. And so for Bobby Plager, while the parade was great, it was our chance to say thank you to him solely because he didn't want to be the only guy that got credit. And so the community is what he's about. And uh, that's how we got to kind of live our lifestyle, thinking about what he would do and what he's done for us. So well said. Uh, I I highly encourage people to go to stlbluesalumni.com, stlbluesalumni.com, and just look at it. It's the Blues Alumni Assistance Fund in partnership with YouthBridge Community Foundation. We had John Hamm on the Garage Happy Hour recently uh, pushing this out there as well. He was uh, so good at articulating it chaser and these are helping small businesses throughout the st louis area contributing to a COVID 19 relief fund it's helping the community they want to tell stories about local businesses suffering from financial distress rebuilding the community that's what we're doing here uh, with these applications for grants to receive financial support and you can make a donation just go to stlbluesalumni.com for the blues alumni assistance fund it's such a great group of alumni we're so fortunate and uh, Kelly Chase, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about Bob Plager today. Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, it seems to be the fit. You know, what you just read is exactly what he's about. So uh, that's 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 even that's even better that we could, you know, help help people. And and uh, that's right. What hit, we'll be right in his wheelhouse. We're gonna do it, uh, Chaser. Thanks so much for this. Appreciate it. All the best to you. 
Have a good day. Kelly Chase, and uh, that was a visit from earlier this year when we lost the great Bob Plager. When we come back, we have one of the giants of his sport, maybe the greatest player ever, and that would be Jack Nicklaus. No one has won more majors, 18 of them, than Jack Nicklaus. Tom Watson's also on the show, and another greatest of all time, Wayne Gretzky on Sports on a Sunday Morning. It's our best moments of the show, and we'll be back right after this on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. What a chance to be able to visit with the... 18-time major champion Jack Nicholas. This uh, city, what do you know about St. Louis as a sports town and the, what you're doing for this portion of the city in particular? I played uh, a few events. I played you know, National Amateur and I played the U.S. Open and I played Ryder Cup and I kind of think a PGA and maybe another, I don't know how many other tournaments they played at Bell Reef. But uh, the, uh, you know, I've enjoyed, uh, enjoyed coming here. But uh, I don't know a whole lot about the city. Uh, this time we're here uh, for a senior event, and uh, uh, we're, we're, we're an add-on to entertain the people, to have a little bit of variety, a little bit of something different to do and see. Uh, hopefully that'll be fun. Uh, we've enjoyed it in, in previous tournaments we've done it at. People have enjoyed it, so that'll be here. Then, of course, I'm here to uh, work on Normandy, too, which is trying to uh, work with the vision that Tom O'Toole's had to revitalize an area of your city. Tom has a passion for this, and he asked me if I would uh, be part of it, and I said, sure. And uh, I've known Tom for a long time. I, I like and respect Tom, and so uh, if he thinks it's a good project, it will benefit uh, what's going on in, in, the, in the community in, in St. Louis itself, then, uh, you know, I've been involved in several of those, and uh, and, and I enjoy that. It's, it's, uh, it's been... Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's been very rewarding for me and uh, uh, from the standpoint of, you know, helping others. And once I got involved with our, with our, with our foundation and my wife, she, she started teaching me the way of trying to benefit, helping other kids and so forth and so on. And I see, what, see the kids that benefit from it and how they benefit. I said, you know, and then I saw what Tom Cousins did at Eastlake and down in Atlanta and the project that he did there and the, and the success he's had with it. I mean, but the money that was poured into that thing to do that was fantastic. And uh, it, uh, you know, it, it was very rewarding to see. I've been involved with, with Eastlake since basically inception. Tom had me helping with that. And so uh, I enjoyed that. And then, uh, uh, you know, you see other things happen. I, we, we just finished a golf course, not, well, in, in uh, Michigan at uh, Grand Haven, which is for Folds of Honor. I see our servicemen and how it benefits and help them and our fallen warriors, kids of educating kids from that. The Folds of Honor has been a big thing that I've been really involved in and very interested in. And I mean, even going back to even the old works out in Anaconda, uh, Montana, we redo a golf course that a town was absolutely uh, dying. And we did the golf course. It created jobs. It created hotels. It created, it created traffic. 
all of a sudden they revitalize the town. I mean, those are fun, fun projects to be involved in. You get a source of pride from that. When you, could, when you go in and you can help others and, and, and it actually turns out. <laughs> a lot of times people do things and nothing turns out. But when it turns out, then that's, that's really great. And you're bringing the senior tournament here. That's, that's gonna, that'll help revitalize a lot of things and, and uh, it's going to benefit kids. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. My wife and I started, when we started doing some stuff, it was back when we had a daughter that was uh, in the hospital that we felt like the Columbus Children's Hospital saved her life. And we said, well, if we were ever in a position, we weren't at that time. Uh, if we ever were in a position to help others, we wanted to be kids. So we've had the memorial tournaments benefited that hospital, Columbus Children's Hospital down nationwide, Children's Hospital since day one, and uh, we're doing things down in Florida with a with a Honda, with a with our with our foundation and all the different places that they, they we benefit down there. That's uh, great. It's it's great to see. Uh, it's great to see things that you're, you know. I, I mean, I grew up playing golf. I didn't look at the other stuff, and all of a sudden, it's, all that stuff became became an important part of my life. And it actually has been a another chapter that I've really, frankly, enjoyed more than probably all the other chapters. The ability to spread the game of golf, no matter where you are, how special has that been for you throughout your life? Well, that's been one of my goals: is to help grow the game and spread the game wherever I've been. I mean, early on. Uh, I suppose I was fortunate with Arnold and Gary, the two of, three of us, uh, had, sort of wanted to play around the world. And we did, played all over the world, and uh, we enjoyed it. And, and that helped grow the game. And you know, I've done a lot of golf courses in a lot of places that we were the first golf course in the country. And you know, they, had, they had no clue what was going on, how to play golf or what to do it. And we introduced the game, they introduced how to play, introduced how to do this, how to do that. And all of a sudden, they've got a Golfing, golfing community, so that's been fun too. So, the game's uh, uh, the game's an interesting game and one that uh, uh, works well for you know, all ages, and uh, from kids to, to 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 the seniors and people can compete against each other at all ages. They just have to have the opportunity to, to understand how to do it. Uh, you're going to play with Ozzy Smith uh, in September. And I, 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 hope he's, I hope he's up to <laughs> hope he's up to carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> he's a player. I did a project with him recently, and something he said on the course that struck me. He said, "This game filled a competitive void for me," and he continues to compete not only against others but against himself and the golf course, but against himself. Oh, that's what we all do. That's that's what competition is. You compete against others. You compete against yourself, and you compete against whatever. Uh, facility you're at. No matter how you're playing, you're always competing. You're always competing. I don't care whether you're shooting 65, 75, 85, or 95. You're always competing. This tour, PGA Champions Tour, what can people expect to see and experience when they're out there? Well, they play pretty well. They shoot some good scores, and uh, uh, they, they don't embarrass themselves. And you'll see some really good quality golf. There's a lot of really good quality players out there. So come out and watch it. I think they'll enjoy it. Finally, this year in golf, and in particular Phil Mickelson doing what he did, what have you observed from, and you've always been so supportive of, of this game and the people who play it, but what stands out to you in what has been a, a challenging time for a lot of people but the game has gone on? Well, the game's grown because of basically people get outside and do something. So... 
Uh, the game has flourished the last couple of years. Uh, we brought some new players on with Colin Morikawa and, uh, and of course, Phil winning, winning the PGA, coming back. And uh, you see a lot of these young guys. I, I see every week come on the tour, and I say, who is that? I've never heard of them. But, you know, they're the golf of the future. And so uh, uh, golf's in a pretty good state right now. And uh, so it's, uh, it's kind of fun to watch it grow, kind of fun to watch, bring, see the young, new young players come along uh, and follow it and learn to, learn to be part of it. Well, what a neat uh, opportunity there to be able to talk to Jack Nicholas. That was my interview with him, and thanks to the Ascension Charity Classic for not only setting that up, but setting this up. Tom Watson, he is coming up next on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome to Norwood Hills Country Club, and what an opportunity to visit with the eight-time major champion, Tom Watson here on KMOX. How has everything been going here, your visit to St. Louis for the Ascension Charity Classic? Well, it's, it's really quite uh, impressive, the, the amount of support that public uh, and private uh, uh, entities here in St. Louis have for, for this particular golf tournament. They help the, the charities out, the, the Urban League, the, uh, the First Tee, the uh, Mary Grove, and, and I'm sure I'm forgetting the, 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 an important one there, but there's what we're trying to do is give it an opportunity for these kids to to possibly learn how to play the game, but also uh, have an opportunity to, to learn the life skills involved with the game of golf. The g- game of golf is amazing in that way, isn't it? Well, it, when I grew up, the, the rules of golf book, there was a little tiny rules of golf book that you kind of carried around with you. The very first chapter in that rules of golf book was not about the rules of the game. It was about the etiquette of how you play the game. What, what you do, you, if you take a divot out of the grass, and you, know, you put the divot back. If you're in a bunker, you know, rake, you know, rake your, your footprints in the bunker. When your ball hits the green and makes a big mark in the green, take a tee and, and smooth that mark out. Uh, when, you're playing with, when, you're, when you're playing with friends or competitors, don't yell in their backswing, miss it. Uh, and uh, different things like that. It was, it was just kind of just the etiquette of how you play the game of golf. And that's, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, similarities to how, how you go through life uh, you know, that, that parallel the etiquette of the game of golf. There's no game like it. You can start it at any time and play it the rest of your life. Well, it's true. Uh, there's, uh, you know, there's always a challenge involved, uh, but there's always the, uh, the beauty of hitting that one good shot in the round of golf. That uh, say, yeah, okay. I may have hit 110 bad shots, but boy, that one shot I hit was really a beauty. Taking you back in your career, talk about one shot, one of the greatest shots in the history of golf. 71st hole, 1982, Pebble Beach. It's been shown so many times when you catch it on TV, what goes through your mind? Well, what goes through my mind is that it was a lucky chip. Uh, it was, a, but it was a well-struck chip. The one thing about that, it wasn't mishit. 
I hit it right in the middle of the club face with a wide open face. The head hit the ball really softly because uh, you know, I, uh, I was on the down slope. I had to get as high and as soft as I could in a very short distance. And I executed the shot exactly the way I wanted to. And, and you know, just let it happen. Uh, the ball hit the middle of the flagstick, went in the hole for a birdie. And you know, I'm looking, I'm staring a bogey in the face, but I make a birdie. And all of a sudden, my life changed because that was the tournament I wanted to win the most. I wanted to win the U.S. Open, our national open. And uh, fortunately, you know, that was the year I did it. That's the only time I ever won it. You did. You also won the Open Championship five times. And Tom, the, the thing that sticks with me, people said, have you ever met Tom Watson? I said, I talked to him a couple of times. And the one thing that sticks with me, I was early in my career, Boone Valley Classic. Yeah. Remember, it, was, it rained and it was hard for parking. So they, it was a quiet golf course. And on a practice round, I followed you for 18 and about halfway through, you noticed that I was hanging around. And I remember you turning and saying, all right, what do you think? <laughs> as your as your line went up and and but I noticed you were doing that with a lot of people you uh, engaged with people you communicated with people you drew people in even in that small of a setting um, it's a game to be shared isn't it it is I want to see people play golf I want to see everybody in the world play golf because golf is a game that uh, it's just uh, it, it gives great joy but it also is, it, it it defines you as a person how can you take hitting a bad shot we all know how easy it is to hit a good shot and take it. Oh, that's joy. But how do you take playing a bad shot? And how do you deal with hitting a bad shot? And that's the whole secret of life is how do you deal with your roadblocks? How do you deal with the things that go wrong in your life? Uh, that's what defines you. It's not your good shots that define you. It's your bad shots. So it's an overarching event more than just golf, but really inspiring a lot of people along the way. But as for the golf itself, PGA Tour Champions is a tremendous product. And as a kid following it, uh, Larry Ziegler is a great friend <laughs> yeah. of our family. Yeah. I grew up around it. It's, it's amazing to see legends of the game right in front of you. Well, it, again, the, the, the Ascension Classic here is going to be fun because you're going to get some great players that uh, are household names. They'll be out here playing. And then can they still play? I mean, they really can. Um, the... Uh, that's the beauty. I mean, to see the awe in, 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 in people's faces, especially kids, to see them watch Ernie Els hit a drive. How can you take hitting a bad shot? We all know how easy it is to hit a good shot and take it. Oh, that's joy. But how do you take playing a bad shot? And how do you deal with hitting a bad shot? And that's the whole secret of life is how do you deal with your roadblocks? How do you deal with the things that go wrong in your life? Uh, that's what defines you. It's not your good shots that define you. It's your bad shots. So it's an overarching event, more than just golf, but really inspiring a lot of people along the way. But as for the golf itself, PGA Tour Champions is a tremendous product. And as a kid following it, uh, Larry Ziegler is a great friend <laughs> yeah. of our family. Yeah. I grew up around it. It's, it's amazing to see legends of the game right in front of you. Well, it, again, the, the, the Ascension Classic here is going to be fun because you're going to get some great players that uh, are household names that will be out here playing. And then can they still play? I mean, they really can. Um, the, uh, that's the beauty. I mean, to see the awe in, 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 in people's faces, especially kids, to see them watch Ernie Els hit a drive 300 yards in the air. You know? yeah. 
that is, you know, I love to watch that. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they'll just squeal, oh, like that. <laughs> and you know what? That's what we want to do. We want to entertain people. Uh, we want to show them. Yeah, we want to show them great golf, and and, uh, um, and of course we want to play great golf ourselves for you know personal reasons. But uh, it's fun being out there to to, to showcase your, your your skills in front of a lot of people. From one great sports town to another, the Kansas City native Tom Watson will be here in St. Louis, September sixth through twelfth. Thank you very much for this. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to it. Great to spend time with Tom Watson. He mentioned in that interview the name Ernie Els. Well, that was before the Ascension Charity Classic, and look who I ran into on his way out of town after the event at Norwood Hills. Ernie Els, what did you think about uh, today and really overall this great venue here at Norwood Hills? Uh, it's a wonderful venue, uh, great city. Um, you know, my memory goes back 30 years. You know, I played Bell Reef, the PGA in 1992. Played with Arnold Palmer, you know. I was a very very young guy, and Arnold was just going out. Um, so, you know, my, you know, tournament golf goes back 30 years in the city. So I, I was here at 9-11, unfortunately. And then, obviously, I played the BMW at Bell Reef again in 08 or whatever. And now we're back here as a senior player, the champions player. So, um, as you say, great venue, great golf course, and, and great people. So, you know, what more can you ask for a golf tournament? I was at all three of those myself. So, no surprise, the turnout here in St. Louis, really nice galleries. Great galleries. It's a great sporting city, you know. Uh, you guys got a lot going on. I mean, I stayed at the same hotel as I stayed in 9-11. And, um, a lot of memories that comes flooding back. You know, obviously not great memories, but, you know, this week I saw a lot of uh, ball players staying at my hotel. So, you know, the, it's, it's a sporting city. And people love their sport here and they support it. So we love playing in front of fans like that. As for the golf course itself, what was your impression? It's really good golf course. You know, I just had a, you know, a wrong game plan. You know, I kind of went at it a little bit too aggressively at some holes and uh, it cost me. It's a golf course where you got to keep it in play and I was, I was a little bit not in play all that much. And, uh, and then I couldn't get my second shots close to the holes. You know, I was kind of on the defense, but uh, I enjoyed it and I'll be back next year. And finally, what's next for you? What's next for me? I'm actually rushing out of here. I want to get home. And then I'm playing the next two. I'm playing in South Dakota, and I'll be at Pebble Beach. So uh, I'm playing the next two events, and i got to get going. You know, I'm falling behind that, uh, that money list, you know. Um, I'm in fourth place, but I'm, i got to get going. So I, I want to get playing a little bit better golf. One of the greatest swings in the history of the game. Good luck, and thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Great to visit with Ernie Els on the course at Norwood Hills. When we come back, the great one, Wayne Gretzky on the best of sports on a Sunday morning, 2021 on KMOX. Work or play, KMOX is right there with you. We go where you go. Well, you can't do a best of sports on a Sunday morning without hearing from the best hockey player of all time. Wayne Gretzky visited with me just a little while ago, right around Thanksgiving, the Musial Awards were held at Stiefel Theater. You might have seen the replay yesterday, the show, the actual broadcast on CBS yesterday at 4 o'clock. Well, before he took the stage, thanks to the St. Louis Sports Commission, the Musial Awards, the Lexus Lounge, Wayne Gretzky visited with me in the green room. 
at the Musial Awards with Wayne Gretzky. Quick walk down memory lane mm -hmm. before that. March 1996, building attached to this, you made your debut as a yeah. member of the Blues at home to a thunderous ovation. What was that like? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, if truth be told, I thought I was going to spend uh, the rest of my career as a St. Louis Blue. Uh, I don't think it's any secret that um, Brett Hall and I were best friends and still are to this day. And My wife's family's from St. Louis and I was really excited to come here and my goodness, I, I can't even begin to describe uh, what turns and uh, sort of valleys happened that I ended up not being a St. Louis Blue, but I loved it here. Um, still have a house here and we spend a lot of time in this city. It's a wonderful city as people who live here know. It's just one of the great places. It's one of the hidden jewels of North America. I love living here. You and Janet have given so much back mm -hmm. to the community all over the world. Mm -hmm. In particular, the awareness of cancer and research. That means a lot to both of you for many reasons. You know, um, we're both blessed. Um, you know, we come from great families. And uh, both families were blue-collar people that worked hard and raised a great family. Uh, you know, unfortunately in life, uh, not everything is uh, on the positive side of things and Jenna unfortunately lost two sisters to breast cancer and when you're sort of in the limelight in the media eye uh, my dad taught me at a young age you can help other people and whether it's raising money or help raising money or awareness um, and it's a strange world uh, Jenna's mother's a hundred years old and lives with us and still doing great Two years ago, we took her and she passed her driver's license just to say that she passed. Um, so how do you figure out this this world, right? Um, so if we can help out, we have uh, five wonderful kids, um, three grandchildren now, and uh, we're very proud. Who inspires you? Who drives you to succeed, Wayne? Mm -hmm. well, I think we all do. Uh, our kids, um, our kin. Our parents, our grandparents. Um, I had two grandparents that came from Poland and uh, Russia, and they're so proud that they became part of North America and became Canadians. Janet's family is very proud to be Americans, and my kids are very proud American kids. And I think we all inspire each other. We just—it's a great world to live in. And when I say the Stan Musial Lifetime Achievement mm -hmm. Award for sportsmanship, mm -hmm. what do you feel emotionally about that? Well, first of all, I grew up such a baseball fan. It's the closest thing I'm ever going to get to in a baseball award. <laughs> so I'm very <laughs> proud of that. Because my dream was to play Major League Baseball as a kid. And that didn't quite work out. Um, but, you know, Bill DeWitt and Ira DeWitt are good friends of ours. And Janet and I go to a lot of ball games here. One of the great things about living in, in St. Louis is we get to go to the Cardinal games. It was, what a great place, great atmosphere. And Stan Musial, as they say, Stan the man and... To be part of this, listen, we don't do these kind of charity events to win awards, but these awards are very meaningful and very nice. Congratulations. And, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Great to spend time with Wayne Gretzky as well. I mean, I, there were just so many moments on Sports on a Sunday morning. I'm just very fortunate to have been able to talk to Wayne Gretzky and Jack Nicholas in the same year. I was joking with our producer, James O'Sullivan. All I need now is Michael Jordan and who? Tom Brady? Uh, to complete the uh, the foursome there, but you know of, of the greatest of all time. But that was a really neat moment. And if you get a chance um, to support 
uh, what he is doing, what he and Janet Gretzky are doing. I certainly would look into that if I were you. They are wonderful people. And again, St. Louis residents, which I still think catches people by surprise. I think a lot of people don't realize that Wayne and Janet do live here and they plan to live here for a long time. So it's great to to visit with Wayne here on KMOX. We've had a fun show. We've done a best of interviews and moments. We heard Isaac Bruce's great Pro Football Hall of Fame speech. We listened to David Freeze reminisce with me about Game 6, the 10-year anniversary. Ali Marmel, first interview that he gave uh, right after he was hired, officially hired as manager of the team. Uh, the Cardinals uh, right now win an MLB lockout, but when they come out of this, I think the Cardinals are going to be good. I still think they have a move or two ahead of them, and sports on a Sunday morning, as you know, has been at the forefront when it comes to Cardinals engagement. We do uh, an interview with the Cardinals manager every Sunday during the baseball season. Mike Schilt did it for years. I put a little pressure on Ollie in that interview that he's next. Uh, but we've gone back to Tony La Russa. Uh, they have been doing interviews on sports on a Sunday morning. We won't stop. So we're going to do that again in 2022. And as you know, John Mosellock, the Cardinals president of baseball operations, joins me during uh, the show every Sunday at 1130 as his schedule permits. And I think out of the 52 weeks out of the year, he probably did how many, 40? I mean, he is really something when it comes to making a commitment to giving information to the listeners. And I understand that, you know, the Cardinals are very popular. Their decisions are not always popular, but they are an extremely popular organization. And they understand that and recognize that. So I appreciate them using sports on a Sunday morning as a vehicle to give their information and thoughts on the team to the fans as best they can. And they've always been committed to that. And I, and when I think of this show in particular, I think of listeners who have made it a part of their Sunday, but I also think of those two, the manager and the president of baseball operations for doing all they can. Mike Schilt, John Mosellock in particular in this 2021 season. Uh, we also had Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, Ernie Els, uh, and uh, Travis Ford and Kevin Kalish and our partnership with St. Louis University is a big one. And Travis Ford in particular is with us every Sunday at 1030. And we hope that his team can get back on the floor and win some games uh, through this pandemic. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Big thanks again to our producer, James O'Sullivan. I'm Tom Ackerman. Chiefs and Steelers this afternoon at 325 from Arrowhead Stadium. And from all of us, we say happy holidays. Happy New Year, and we'll see you soon on Sports on a Sunday Morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 